It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy and Carrie. Love Talk today about overcoming obstacles for a healthy life. Hello, friends. This is Coach Carrie Brinkader, and you have found Love Talk. Good morning on this beautiful Saturday morning here in June. Wow. Welcome to KTXW, the Bridge Austin, Central Texas Christian Talk, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. And I am in studio with my beautiful friend, Kathy Enderbrock. Kathy, hi. I love sitting across the table from you. I I love being here. Being in Austin, Texas, in the studio, it's just fantastic to be with you, Coach Carrie. I know we're missing uh, the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. She's not with us today. She's doing a little bit uh, over the summer, having some summer fun, (laughs) dipping her toes in some pool water. But we're looking forward to having her back with us next week. Miss Evelyn, we are thinking of you. We love you. And listening, friends, we are always thinking of you Mm -hmm. Every time that we are getting ready to prepare a program, we are keeping Mm -hmm. you in mind. Uh, We want to give you a word of encouragement every week. We want to just encourage you to love talk and love walk right where God has placed you. And so we're this week, we've been in our our series on health, Coach Carrie, and Mm -hmm. today's program is about having a healthy attitude. It makes all the difference in the world. It it does. It does. No matter what you're doing, big or small, um, easy or difficult, it, if we have that healthy attitude, it can turn a real grind to an incredible joy. And I, I look back on this last spring and, you know, whenever even, gosh, whenever you look back on the spring or you look in your rearview mirror, you think, well, there are some things I could have done without. Mm-hmm. And boy, there were some things that were amazing mm-hmm. experiences. And I love that God says, hey, I'm using all of it for your good and keep your eyes on me. We are moving forward and we can have a healthy attitude in everything that we do because we know that everything that comes to our life is filtered through those loving hands of God. And nothing happens to us that he's not aware of. Nothing happens to us that he is uh, not capable of reaching in and having his way in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. And so I love that he, he makes ha- having a healthy attitude, he makes it easier for us. I You know, I'm just remembering that in my office, used to hang this big poster that said your attitude determines your altitude yeah you know because when we drag around that bad attitude boy we are pretty low (laughs) and we drag around all the people around us to the low 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 you know I think back to uh you know like today there's there's coaches and life coaches and Mm -hmm. career coaches and but I, I remember back when kind of coaching first started, and it, in my opinion, it really came out with Zig Ziglar. Mm-hmm. And his entire focus was success depends on your attitude. Yeah. And so if you want success in life, you have to fix your attitude first. And I loved that he always had this incredible way of looking at everything, looking at adversity, looking at difficulty, looking at dirt, and all of a sudden taking a slightly different perspective and turning things into a a, a, a field where flowers were going to grow or, you know, just something that God was going to use to do something amazing in your life. Or if you take a look at a perspective here, you can step into this bad situation and you can make it a positive situation. And so, you know, I think that if we look at healthy attitudes bringing success, yeah, sure, you want success, have a healthy attitude. But I think even more important than that is that a healthy attitude is what God is asking Mm -hmm. from us. Because with Christians, we are set apart to be that salt and to be that light. Mm -hmm. And so if we're only going to be happy and joyful amidst the good, well, everybody can be healthy and joyful amidst the good, mm-hmm. but it's having that healthy attitude amidst the adversity that what is that's what a light is in the darkness. It sure is. And, you know, I, I just and I think about that healthy attitude. And I, I know I've told this story before on air. There was a, a time um, in my marriage that I had written some things down in anger and I was going to 
give them to my husband and it was, you know, the kind of like bullet points and and I put it in my um closet like on this shelf and that afternoon I looked back at it and I was so convicted because I thought, wait a minute, maybe those are the attitude things that I need to change. And I was so convicted by by it. You know, instead of pointing fingers I had to look at my heart and my attitude towards the situation and realize, uh-oh, Carrie, you're the one that needs a little attitude adjustment, <laughs> you know? And um, and that was really convicting to me. I'm so excited about our guest today. So a beautiful woman that I've known for many years. I mean, she's actually um, the mother of one of my former players, and I'm so excited for y'all to meet her. We'll introduce her in just a bit. But I tell you what, Kathy, I have loved this journey that we've been on this spring with our with our health series. Um, and we, boy, girl, we are covering some topics. Um, you know, we've looked at healthy dads, healthy sexuality, healthy relationships, um, bringing a healthy contribution no matter your age. That was last week. And today, a healthy attitude. Well, you know, it makes me think, Coach Carrie, of, you know, your mom has been in studio with us before. Yeah. And so you've kind of had modeled for you your whole life what a healthy attitude looks like. Mm-hmm. Like she, your mom just has a very positive approach to life. And I remember you kind of coming back from, you did a trip to Disneyland. You took mm-hmm. your mom to Disneyland. Disney World. Disney World. That's yes. right. Florida, uh-huh. not California. Yeah. And um, you had some fun stories from that trip. I know. You know, I look at mom. She's so funny. She hadn't been to Disney World in 40 years. And so when we took her to Disney World, it was it was super fun. We've been going to Disney for years. My husband's mom loved Disney, and she took us and the kids when the kids were little. And um, it's just something that we've enjoyed doing as a family because my family, they are thrill seekers. They want to ride all the big things, the faster, the higher, the twirlier, the better, right? <laughs> and um, they're so funny about being thrill seekers. I mean, we pass by, you know, the Dumbo ride because that's a little kid's ride. You know, I can't get on that. And um, and so, but what's interesting is there's this treehouse at Disney World that's the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. Mm-hmm. There's no height requirements for this for this uh, ride. Anyone, it's not a ride. It's it's an experience. It's really just a man-made tree, and it has all these steps. And as you traverse the steps, you know you're looking at what the castaways might have had in their bedroom, or what it might have looked like, or what they might have had in their kitchen. And it's whimsical, and it's and it's fun, and I love it. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I remember reading Swiss Family Robinson right. from when I was a kiddo. So yeah. stepping into that would like be stepping into your favorite storybook. Exactly. And it, and it's, and you just walking up these steps and you're just transported into this, this story, you know, the movie, whatever, what you might have read the book or watched the movie and you're just kind of transported there. But it's at your leisure. It's at your own pace. And it's literally the only slow thing that we do. There's Disney. no way the Breakaters would do that. Oh, yeah. My kids love it. It's hilarious. I I don't know why they still love it, but it's the only slow thing that we do. Wow. And I, you know, sometimes I'm tempted to say, oh, that's all right. We've done that before. I, uh, we'll just do that next time or where we've done it before. But the thing is, the the Swiss Family Robinson tree, you you can just imagine these countless whimsical opportunities. You you don't have a care in the world when you're when you're traversing those steps and just looking around and then you when you get high enough in the tree, you can see everything that's around you. And that's really really fun, but you know, I thought my teenagers might have a little cruddy attitude about it this past uh, year. You know, oh, that's, you know. because they're older now. Yeah, because they're teens, right? No, they didn't. And what's interesting is that the attitude is everything. You Uh know, I see parents dragging their kids up that tree for sure, right? (laughs) And they want to have nothing to do with it because it's not a ride. It's, It's just this little experience. But your attitude 
is what's so important as you go up those steps. You know, my mom, she loved the Swiss Family Robinson tree. And it, it just takes you back and it makes you kind of feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. And there's just a place in life for the slower pace, for just settling down and hanging out just a bit longer. You know, that's what I love is that slower pace doesn't have to mean boring. Right. It's, you know, because sometimes I, I hear, and, you know, these these amazing women that we've been talking with, and LaVon Thompson last year, 75, and I'm sorry, but even as I've been getting into my 50s, my body sometimes moves a little bit slower than it, what I'm it like. It tells me. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, just slow down. Because, you know, Eric is tall. He's like six foot one, and he takes a much bigger stride than me. I'm like barely 5'5", five five, and so I have to really take huge strides to just keep up a pace with him. And I just find, you know, more and more my body's like, okay, that's a really big stride. And I love that even a slower pace doesn't have to mean that life is boring. We can step into life with whatever pace Mm -hmm. that we're in and with a bit of whimsy and a healthy Mm -hmm. attitude and just Mm -hmm. discover the things that God has for us there. In fact, this last time, I hung out in the tree a little bit longer than my family did. They went down and got in line for some ride or whatever, and I just hung out a little bit longer. I just enjoyed it, and just taking a breath for just a second to hang out. And our guest today, she's one that takes the time to hang out and listen to the voice of her Savior. And so she's been able to do some writing as she's listening to the voice of her Savior and hanging out in that space of a healthy, um, a healthy attitude. And so uh, some verses for her that have been key in her life. Um, Psalm 23. There's only six verses in Psalm 23. And you're probably very familiar with this. Uh, She's been through a lot in her life. Um, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures, Mm -hmm. and he leads me beside the quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me, before me. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And then this verse, this surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our guest today, I'm going to go ahead and introduce her. Her name is Teresa Berryman. And as I told you before, she is the mother of one of my former players. And I'm so excited to introduce you to her today. She is an author and founder, CEO of Inspiration by Teresa, a brand that was created to help and encourage others. Look at that healthy attitude. Her vision was inspired through her mother's love and passion to help others. She grew up in Texas surrounded by genuine family and appreciation. She has a joyful spirit that brightens every atmosphere. She has a smile of peace, kindness, and comfort, and a personality that enhances everyone's day, no matter what they're going through. She feeds her soul with the word of God and great inspiration. There's a thrilling feeling of elevation and a burst of energy and awareness of enlarged possibilities when one focuses on words that inspire them. That's directly from her. This is the kind of woman she is. And, you know, Kathy, when I was coaching, I would, you know, seek out Teresa um, you know, after games, because she just always had such a beautiful word for me and just uh, was such an encouragement to me. Well, in 2018, Teresa released two books, Loving God, Loving Me, Loving Life. And I can't wait for you to hear her story about how she um, just started writing and what she does uh, to continue her writing. She believes that we can all overcome every obstacle and enjoy a beautiful life filled with inspiration and faith from the Lord. 
Okay, I'm looking forward to meeting this gal. I yes. We are right at the end of our first segment, friends. You are going to want to meet her and hear what she has to say about having a healthy attitude. We're going to go to our sponsors. You're going to want to hear from them and everything, every way that they can help you right where you are at. Stay with us. We'll be, we'll be right back with you right after a word from them. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater, and I am so excited about this segment with my friend, Teresa Berryman. And, of course, I'm in studio with Kathy Enderbrock today. Kathy? I am just so looking forward to this. So uh, our this this guest, uh, Teresa Berryman, Carrie, she has just been such a, a friend to you and a mom of one of your absolutely favorite players. I've just loved all the stories that you've shared about her. And you put one of her books in my hand, and um, I just had such a fun time going through and pulling out these little nuggets of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I just filled from the first page to the end page with mm-hmm. just words that we need to be sharing and speaking every day. Speaking over people, that's right. Well, Teresa, we introduced you in our last segment. Welcome to Love Talk. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, well, we are happy that you are here. And, you know, Teresa, i got to tell you, whenever we started chatting on the phone and you were like, Coach Carrie, hi, it's so good to, to talk to you. Um, that just made my heart happy, made my heart so happy. Well, we are here to talk about your books, but more importantly, Teresa, we're here to talk about, you know, healthy attitude and how that has just benefited you in so many ways over the years. Um you know that our mentor is Miss Evelyn Davison, and next time you're in town, you, we're going to get together with Miss Evelyn because y'all need to know each other. Um, awesome. That is for sure. Um, but her question to all of our guests, our first question that she loves to ask is, how did you come to know that Jesus loved you, Teresa? Oh, wow. You know, that started at a very young age. Um, my mom, she taught us, and then, you know, of course, going to church, being active in church, and of course, you know, not just being active in the choir, but we went to Bible study, so we started at a young age, and I will say, um, you know, going into teenage years, I began to even more so uh, realize how much God loved us and uh, and loved me, I will say that, that Jesus loved me, and uh, with that, uh, one of the most um, times I will say is when I turned 24 in September 1989, I was so excited and not knowing that a month later, um, <clears throat> excuse me, October the 26th, 1989, that my mom would pass. Mm. Um, so with that, and I, I get mm. very emotional when I talk about mm-hmm. um that but that's your mom uh, mm-hmm. yes and and what i was blessed with then is to as an uh, adult at 24 that's i say that's my third time of really just knowing that jesus loved me mm-hmm. because she always taught us to remember and keep god first matthew 6 and 33 mm-hmm. and she was always saying no matter what you're going through just keep him first and so with that, I would say um, I had three levels from a child, teenager, and for sure, I have stuck with it since 24. Mm-hmm. I always said I wasn't never going to church because we went to church all the time. <laughs> once mom died, I, I, I re-looked at all of that. So mm-hmm. that is how I began to know that Jesus loved me, mm-hmm. um, but definitely as a young adult at 24, it really sucked in a lot more. You know, I, I, I love that you talk about that because there's a saying that sometimes Jesus, um, you don't realize that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. Mm-hmm. And so you had had that continual voice of encouragement spoken into your life, poured out over you by your mom all of those years, and then she was taken out out of the picture. And I'll tell you, when I, I the similar thing happened to me, my mom didn't pass away, but God took me away from her and sent me all the way over to Australia to stand oh, wow. on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, I didn't realize that I knew all the Bible stories, Teresa. I, I had heard all the scripture, all the verses, 
but I had never pressed into that relationship with God. And I, I was just like you. I only went to church up to that point because my mom wanted me to go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But at that point, something changed. And I realized that this relationship with God was real. It was one-on-one. And for the first time in my life, I woke up on Sunday mornings. Just I couldn't wait to get mm-hmm. to church. Mm-hmm. So yes. I, I love how blessed to have a mom that would pour out over you. Mm-hmm. And Coach Carrie has told me how much you have not only poured out over your beautiful daughter, mm-hmm. uh, but that you just pour out encouragement over everyone. And um, there's a there's a little thing that you have in your book. It says, don't build up anger, build up love. Mm-hmm. Is there a story behind that? How did you come to that? Well, you know, in life you go and you do things no matter what part. Sometimes there's something that comes and it frustrates frustrates you, make you angry, um, and you, you it's so easy to go the anger way. So with that, I, I decided to choose the positive way, you know, um, because I can be angry at friends. I could be angry at the jobs, my boss, and all of that. But I realized, what is that going to help me to do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, I can be angry at them, but it doesn't help me. It's going to stress me out more than it does them because mm-hmm. they're going to keep going on living their life. So I, I decided that no matter what comes my way, I acknowledge it maybe makes me mad, makes me angry, make me want to speak out, you know, but I say if I'm going to speak out, I want to speak out on a positive. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of start flipping it. And that's what keeps me um, with that quote there. That's why I put that in there because I was like, woo. Sometimes you just want to go there. uh, You know, I love that. And I think that so many of our listeners need to hear that today. I need Mm -hmm. to hear that today. Anger doesn't help me, and we need to make a choice. Mm -hmm. We need to make a choice, and it is a choice. Well, and, you know, Teresa, you did a great job raising your daughter, Rika, because and Rika played for me for four years, and um, I I don't think I ever, ever saw Rika bring a bad attitude anywhere. I mean, that kid was um, such a great teammate, a phenomenal team. Everybody loves Rika. Everybody. Everybody <laughs> loves Rika. And that's a direct reflection of you because you taught her to have a good attitude in in every circumstance because there were some trying times. I mean, injuries, surgery, you know, um, just there were a lot of things that she went through that were hard. And yeah. you know what? Not one time did I hear that kid have a bad attitude. Um, She just had a healthy attitude about all those things. And that comes directly from you. And so way to go, Mama. You're passing it on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you've written these books. In 2018, you you published two books. Now, Teresa, how, how did you even become an author? How did you even have the ideas for these books that... Uh, contain basically just life lessons, quotes, um, little sayings. Uh, how did you come to this idea? Well, you know, growing up, I, I always liked to read, you know, I and, and I used to, after a certain age, I used to jot down little things that come to me. You know, you can be somewhere, and what I did is I picked, um, there's the, the nuggets that I would hear from, like, my mom, and I would listen to how she would conversate with um people that lived in our neighborhood at church. So I began to pick up that myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I said one day is I uh, encountered a, a young lady and she was going through a lot. And she just opened up to me. And the funny part was I really didn't know her. Mm-hmm. And I forgot where we were, but she opened up. And at that point, I just began to expound to her, try to encourage her. Mm-hmm. And I asked, you know, God, I said, well, Lord, I say, um, you know, praying at night, I say, you know what, if there's something that I can do to help people, I jot down little things and I began to jot them down more then. Mm-hmm. I say, if you allow me, I would like, maybe I can put this into a book that maybe somebody can pick up. And I said, I just want it simple. I don't want like 
you know, like paragraphs. I wanted just little simple things. When they go in, they look at it and they're like, oh my God, I like this scripture. This is going to help me. Or I like that saying, it'll help me through my day. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got there. And that's how loving God, loving me, loving life came to existence. I love that. I have a question for you now. Another little uh, beautiful uh, saying or word of encouragement that you have in your book, Loving God, Loving Me, Loving Life, it, you say, stop being your worst critic and become your best encourager. And Carrie is, has, has made the point to me. She's like, Kathy, just people seek her out for advice mm-hmm. and positive encouragement. And you talk about this gal who really didn't know you and she just poured out her heart to you. Can help our listeners understand how do you navigate this? How do you be your best encourager when we're in smack dab in the middle of a world that only wants to look at the negative? I'm going to make this simple is I choose to look at the positive versus the negative. Mm-hmm. And that That is a choice uh, because in this world that we live in, you do see mm-hmm. all of us see the negative. And it was the saying my mom used to tell me when we were younger is uh, in every negative situation, there is something positive. Focus on the positive mm-hmm. and take that with you instead of focusing so much on the negativity uh, because being uh, looking at that, you can wind up going crazy because you're stressing yourself out after a point because there's nothing in in so many situations, there's nothing we can really do about it. But what you can do, I go back to you acknowledge it, you, you see it, you know it, you accept it. And if you can make a change or do something, then do it for the positive way. But if you can't, then, you know, for me, I just pray my way through. I love that. And, I mean, yeah. praying your way through, because sometimes when we feel like, well, our my cup is empty. I don't have anything less positive and anything positive in me. I'm kind of empty. I'm dried up. I'm surrounded by negative. I'm surrounded by enemies. I know yes. there is some place that you go. Carrie was saying that your uh, key verse or life verse that you love is Psalm 23, that you have gone back there and allowed God to refresh your soul, to to remind yes. your spirit that he is with you and that you have nothing to fear. And so when who how did you discover Psalm 23? How has that become important in your life? Well, one, my mother. <laughs> Two, mm-hmm. once I got old enough and I began to read it, I understood it. Mm-hmm. And it means the world to me. And that is one of the scriptures I will give to anyone that comes to me that is going through something. Mm-hmm. I would tell them uh, to read that scripture three times. Mm-hmm. And I told them it, it could be once in the morning, once in the afternoon, once at night. Or I say for me, if I'm going through whenever I'm going through, I would read it and I would or I, you know, recite it, whatever it takes, because I make myself aware that God, he said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Mm-hmm. So I, I read that whole thing to myself. And actually, I put my name my whole name, and that's a lot of them, but I put my whole name in every place that it refers to me. Mm-hmm. If it says the Lord is my, I call out the Lord is Teresa Ann Berriman Johnson, also known as Rita. <laughs> so I, I make sure I cover myself. So, And that's through the anti-scripture. I mm-hmm. do that, and I feel a sense of peace. Once I do that. Well, and I tell you what, that scripture is so rich. I mean, there's only six verses in that chapter. And something that struck me when I was reading it in our first segment is uh, verse five. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence yes. of my enemies. He goes before us. He, he goes yes. before us. And so there's never a place where we walk that he hasn't, you know, made a way for us, made a path for us. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, yes. it's so powerful to know that the Lord is walking not only with us, but before us. And, exactly. you know, just uh, it's so powerful, so very powerful. So, you know, you told me, Teresa, that you have little journals all over your house. Tell us about that. 
<laughs> oh my God. Um, that is something that I do. If I'm in the living room, there's a notepad and it's not the same one. That's the problem. <laughs> so that's why I have so many. So I have one in my living room by, you know, somewhere in here, uh, sometime at the kitchen table, in my bedroom, in my office. The only place I don't have one is in the bathroom. Okay, so well, that's good. That's good. That's, so that's good. Kitchen. But I do that because when God places these things or thoughts on my mind, I want to write them down then. Even mm-hmm. if I'm away from home, I, I, I have a tablet in my car, I use my phone, whatever it takes, because when it hits me, I need to write it down then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then that's how about, you know, basically with my books, that's what I did the whole time. So, mm-hmm. And then you just go back, refer to the journals, the, the notebooks, and then get them yes. all in one place. I You know, that's so helpful because there's times when I know the Lord is speaking to me and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to write that down. And then I don't. And I'm so sad about it um, because we should be writing these things down because when we're quiet and when we listen, the Lord is speaking to us, and he wants yes. us to, to write those things down. He wants us to get it. Um, now, okay, so you've written these books. And um, what now, I, I mean, you could have said, okay, I'm good. I'm good, Lord. That's Thank you for allowing me to write these. But what keeps you motivated? Because I know you're still writing. You know what? God really keeps me motivated, you know, and, and, um, and, and to know that people – uh, is hurting and and people because of you know people I have encountered uh, because some of them come to me whether they my classmates um, I do trail rides right I find myself at the trail ride I might talk to somebody and before I know it I'm encouraging them because they kind of explaining something they're going through so I, that keeps me motivated Mm-hmm. And to know that God is always there mm-hmm. and he will give me whatever I need. And no matter what I'm going through, I know I can lean and depend on him. Mm. Now, okay, Teresa, I, I I have a similar personality. I like to pour into people. I, you know, yes. I'm naturally an encourager. And yes. um, I feel, though, sometimes that my cup gets empty at times and I have to refill my cup, right? Because I I feel like I pour out and I pour out. Do you find that as well, that as an encourager, as a natural encourager, um, that your cup gets empty? And if you do, like, how do you refill your own cup? You know, yes, you you will get there. And there's that point when I I feel that it's empty. Mm -hmm. I I call it reset. Okay. I go back and I begin to pray and talk to God mm-hmm. and ask him for continuous guidance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like, you know, with my book, if I decide, well, it's not if I decide, but I always say when God gives it to me, that's when I will bring it forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you have to do a refill. You have to do a reset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes you have to be around like-minded people, yes, right? Yes. And they, they will give you a boost when you're low, and when you're, you feel like you're, you're, your cup is getting empty. But if you're around people of the same mentality and doing the same thing, or they can be on a different level, then that's when you get that extra boost, like, wow, there it is. Mm-hmm. It could be one word that they say to you mm-hmm. that can trigger off another 50 uh, quotes right off the bat. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. You know, and, and I love how you say that we need to encourage ourselves and, and, uh, I was talking with a friend and, and she was she was saying, you know, do you is the voice that you use for yourself the same voice that you use when you're speaking to a friend? So, for example, if if you lost your job, would you tell yourself, well, of course you lost that job. You you're just uh, you're you're lazy and no one likes you and mm-hmm. you're incompetent. I don't even know how you got the job in the first place. And and you're never going to be able to get a job again. And this is a completely hopeless situation. Would you ever tell a friend that? No, you would tell your friend, hey, God is going to use this mm-hmm. for a real, a, an even better thing. 
And he wanted, he, he's getting you out of that so he can get you into something else. Mm-hmm. And he sees exactly where you're at and he's going to provide for your needs and he's going to draw you into a closer relationship with him through this. And so I think that we have this tendency that when we are speaking to ourselves, we will just beat ourselves up and we need to stop that. We need to never speak to ourselves um, in a way that, that, you know, in a, in a way where we wouldn't use that same tone with someone else. We have to be a friend to ourselves, I think, sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Well, that, that is correct. You know, um, I found a quote in one of your books from my girl, Rika. Um, you said, you, you said in the book, remember that young people can motivate also. And Rika was probably in her early 20s when she said this to you. You can never go wrong with loving yourself. You have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. Oh, man, that sounds just like something she would say. But you're right. I mean, we can't discount um, somebody just because they're young. And, I mean, that's exactly what you just said, Kathy. You, You have to love yourself and treat yourself with kindness before you can love somebody else. Right? Right, Teresa? That's exactly right. Yes, ma'am. Well, and I love that you go to your to God's word, because when you're going, well, what words do I use to talk to myself? How do I get wisdom for the situation that I'm in? Well, you open God's word because right there is the wisdom you need right there. You're going to see that you are valuable, that that uh, he has designed you beautifully, that he has equipped you perfectly. And I love, Teresa, that you have this verse that you love, Matthew 633, but seek his kingdom first and his righteousness and then all these things will be given to you as well and when we open his word we get that encouragement from him we get that truth from him we get that those kingdom principles for him and then all these other things that we need for our life if we truly need them he's going to pour them out on us and if we don't really need them then we don't really need them and we need to accept that right where we're at Absolutely. All right. Well, we're getting to the end of our segment, Teresa. What advice would you give someone that's interested in becoming an author? Uh, If they're interested in becoming an author, it goes back to what I said just a few minutes ago. Keep a a notebook, a diary, a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. whatever, your phone, um, and start jotting down the information or, you know, when it comes to you and just jot it down. Don't worry about putting it in a certain order at the moment because when it's given to you, sometimes you just need to write it and, mm-hmm. and just continue to go on. But the first mm-hmm. thing I tell anybody, um, I jumped ahead, is to pray first. Mm-hmm. Um, pray mm-hmm. and write. Pray and write. Pray and write. Mm-hmm. Because and, and I use that term because I have some friends that have talked about their history, their life history, mm-hmm. uh, revealing a lot of personal, personal things. Um, that hurt and pain that they went through. And um, I had a lady ask me, and I said, baby, I said, the first thing you want to do, you want to pray, because this is going to bring up all the old feelings mm-hmm. that you went through. So pray first, write, pray, take a break, because you're probably going to break down and cry, mm-hmm. and then pray again, write mm-hmm. again. So, And that's what I would tell anybody to do, is to do that. And then after that, uh, when you get ready, find you a good person that, that know how to publish if you don't know how to publish, because I didn't. So I was referred to a publisher that was very reasonable, and we did a, a payment plan. Mm-hmm. And so that individual helped to edit my book and all of that. And I told her to create the different pictures because I told her I wanted it to be simple, um, fun, Something enjoyable. So when a person pick it up, they be like, oh, wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. I would suggest to anyone. Well, one of your sayings, you say time is precious and so are people. Learn to forgive and love. Love one another because everyone needs love. Uh, you are the epitome of love, Teresa Berryman, and you've brought so much joy to my heart and my soul over the years. I'm so proud of you, and uh, thank you for pouring into others. How can our listening friends find you? Um, they can find me on Facebook, Teresa Berryman Johnson, author. They can find me on, I laughed at that, they can find me on my <laughs> website, uh, inspiration by Teresa Berryman.com. Uh, they can find me on Twitter. They can find me on 
uh, pretty much any of the social media websites, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. But my main thing is Facebook uh, and, of course, uh, Inspiration by Teresa Berryman at, uh, I'm sorry, dot com. Mm -hmm. So um, I do have books. I have uh, the third book called, um, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Empowerment. Empowerment. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, for the mind. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have those. Uh, I do do T-shirts as well. You got merch, um, girl. You got merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just took that. And if I have just one more second, I want to say something about the title of Loving God, Loving Me, Loving Life. Well, can we, I think we need to close out this segment. Can you hang on and just join us in our in our third segment, friends? We are going to go and hear from a, a word from our amazing sponsors that have kept us on the air for 36 years. We love them. We trust them. You can do the same. We're going to uh, get a word from them, and we'll be right back with you in just a moment. Stay with us on Love Talk. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. You found the love ladies. Coach Carrie Brinkader here in studio with my good friend, Kathy Endebrock. And on the line, oh, man, Teresa, I guess we go back uh, probably, oh, man, over 10 years now. Yes. Um, and Teresa Berriman on the phone with us sharing her experiences of becoming an author loving Jesus and just listening to his voice and pressing into the scriptures. I, I love how you said, pray and write, pray and write, uh, but wait, go back and pray some more um, before you write some more. Um, your your book title is Loving God, Loving Me, Loving Life. Tell us more about that, Teresa. Okay. In a simple thing, uh, people ask why I had it you know, didn't have life before me. Well, I wanted them to understand things that I went through in my life. You know, I, you know, I divorced my mom, lost my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, well, my mom passed, my dad passed and different things like that in life circumstances. And it was mentioned earlier, I have uh, been laid off for several, several jobs. And Coach uh, uh, Carey, mm -hmm. I think you remember when Rika came to the school, mm -hmm. um, I dropped her off August the 13th. I was laid off August the 25th. Mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. So with that, I had to remind myself, and mm -hmm. I constantly do this, everybody. I had to remind myself, continue to love God. But I couldn't use that as my title, right? Because I wanted more into that. So mm -hmm. I used the loving part. But it was a reminder is I need to continue to love God no matter what. Mm -hmm. No matter what come my way, I'm going to continue to love God. Mm -hmm. And two, I have to continue to love myself because if I can't love myself, how am I going to love others? Mm -hmm. And number three, it was loving life. Why would I want to love life? That's... I, People was like, I don't love life because this is not going right. This is not going right. I said, no, you want to continue to love life. It's the simple things in life. It doesn't have to be the big lavishing things and all that. But if God bless you with that, that's fine. But I said, always remember to love God first. Second, love yourself. And then you will be able to love others. And thirdly, love life. Love what God has placed out here and enjoy every moment that's happening right now because tomorrow is not promised to us. Mm -hmm. And that's how I came up with loving God, loving me, loving life. Mm -hmm. And I cherish to do that the rest of my life, no matter what may come my way. I love that you continually bring it back to choice. It is choice. We get to make these choices to uh, not build up anger, but to build up love. We get to make the choice to love God no matter what. We get to make the choice to love ourselves, to be gentle with ourselves, to be our best encourager. We get to make the choice to love Life, no matter what God allows to come our way, uh, we get to love life and value life. And I think you're exactly right that 
it, so many in our culture today, we no longer value life. We no longer love life. It, life has to be beautiful and picture perfect in order to be joyful and love it. And just, I, I love these words of encouragement that you've brought to us today, Teresa. These, these truths that we can build a life that honors Christ, that is a light for others, and that is, is the salt that he's calling us yes. to be in this world. I feel like I just need to make some recordings of Teresa talking to me. You know, <laughs> Coach Carrie, you can do this. Coach Carrie, you're beautiful. Coach Carrie, I believe in you. You got this, yes. sister. Yes. I, we all need a Teresa Berryman in our lives. Get, go get you a Teresa Berryman in your life, people. Right? Yes. I, I mean, we all need people like you in our in our life. Teresa, you know, you have this um, this little quote in here. It says, so you have a bad hair day and your clothes don't fit right and the lawnmowers or the weed eater is messing up. You do what you feel is needed to correct that problem. Guess what? Jesus sees the things you're going through and he's doing what he feels he needs to do to get things right in your life. Stay positive and motivated during this time. It sounds so simple. But you make it, I mean, it, you make it so relevant. And, um, friends, I just, I, I appreciate that. Okay, so, Teresa, what kind of final words do you have for us? You know what? I, first, I want to say thank you all so very much uh, for this opportunity. Coach K, you know I love you, girl. <laughs> and you I would too. like to tell anybody that's out there that's listening uh, surround yourself with people that are trying to, whatever level you're trying to go to, you want to surround yourself with people on that level. And uh, one of the most important things is always, I tell people, always get you a mentor. If you don't have one, get a mentor or learn to become a mentor. Learn to motivate others as you go. And for me, it just it's just awesome to be able to, uh, have a chat or a conversation or a text with someone that, you know, it blesses my heart to know that there are people that want to contact me for advice because they like, you're always positive no matter what. Mm-hmm. I said, but I have to let you know, do I go through? Yes. I said, that's why I wrote the books because, mm-hmm. you know, I say one, you go through and I just want to tell everyone to stay encouraged no matter what it looks like. No matter what it looks like, what it seems like, just remember God have you in his hand. Mm-hmm. It may not work out the way you want it to work, but it's working out the way God has it in his plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that these books that you've written, these are words that God has given you to encourage you. And you have chosen to speak these words to yourself, to encourage yourself and then you've used these words to speak to others, to encourage others. And I love that we, that, that you've put these books together, that someone can pick up, open the pages and be immediately encouraged right where they're at in the circumstances that they're at. And I love, just like Coach Carey said, you keep it relevant and real. And that's what we try and do on Love Talk. What We are love talking. We are love walking right where God has us in our love field. Uh, to love God no matter what, to mm-hmm. choose to love ourselves and to step in and love others and love life right where we are. Well, friends, you can find a Teresa Berriman on the website, inspiration by com. You can also find her on Facebook at Teresa Berriman Johnson, author, A-U-T-H-O-R. Um, and you, I, I think that's funny that you chuckle at that, but girl, you are, you are an author and you are being used by God to encourage. Friends, we want to encourage you today that God has a path for your life. He absolutely has a path for your life. And, you know, we're reminded today that sometimes we don't understand that path. But, friends, he wants you to know that he wants to come along beside you and he wants to guide you and he wants to lead you and if you're confused and you're like I this is the first time I've really heard of of Jesus or this is the first time I've really looked at life in a positive way about loving God and loving myself and loving life let me tell you how you can do that friends it's as simple as ABC's 
Admit that you're a sinner. Friends, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinners, every single one of us. We all have stuff. And in Teresa's book, she says, don't let that past define your future. And you know what? The Lord doesn't want our past to define our future either. He wants to be present with you today and admit that you are a sinner and that you need Jesus. And B is believe that Jesus is God's son. That he came to this earth fully God and fully man. I know that's mind-blowing. I get it. But you know what else? He died on the cross to save us of our sins. And he is the only person in history that has died on a cross, but yet is eternal and living. And that's by design, friends, because he is here with us every day single day. John 3:16 says that God loves us so much that he gave his son Jesus that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And see is to confess that faith in Jesus Christ and let someone know that you have made this decision Find a church, Kathy, right? we got to find a church, girl. You, Friends, we need to find a church. Plug into that church. We're looking for a church that preaches God's word, a church that every Sunday says, okay, open your Bibles, friends. And, friends, if you need a Bible, you can call us on the love line. We will send you a Bible. That's at 512-249-6535. Share this decision that you have made to follow Jesus with someone else. Encourage them the way that you have been encouraged step into and become part of a of a of a body of believers and uh, Teresa, we have just thoroughly enjoyed having you on the program thank you so much for joining us you're and, welcome and uh we'll look forward to keeping up to date with you and finding out what else god is doing in your life and absolutely i'm texting rika as soon as we get done with this and tell her that her mama did a really really good job and she should be proud um, and you did it great. Friends, we love you so much. Uh, we are going to have Miss Evelyn back in studio with us very soon. I know you guys all miss Miss Evelyn, as do Kathy and I. Um, but until we see her again, friends, uh, it has been great to be with you today. For my beautiful friend, Kathy Enderbrock, I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and we just want you to know that you can always find us on Love Talk Network. You can go back and find our archives. We've been in this beautiful series of health and uh, today healthy attitude, but we've had all these wonderful programs on relationships, sexual relationships, financial health, spiritual health, marriage health, all the things, um, and we even have more to come. So you can always go back to the archives at Love Talk Network and find those, and uh, those are available 24-7. Of course, you can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, Always love to get notes from you guys when you find us on Facebook. Until next time, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater, and my partner is Kathy Endebrock, and we'll see you next time right here.